When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. This is an ESPN special report. Now reporting. I am a hassle. ESPN's at 6. When the clock struck 6, it meant one thing. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. Oh, hello, everybody. Hello. Good evening. Welcome to ENN on this Tuesday evening. I keep thinking it's Monday. Made that mistake earlier because we were off yesterday and we had the holiday and the Christmas, as we say on this show. I'd like to start off like I do with everybody to say good evening to my good friend, Pat O'Keefe. Ah, uh, you know it would be important. I should have my I should have my wide orbit up. For the record, I don't look at Harvey and want to get into a relationship with him. <laughs> and good evening to Pat again. You what? should never be sad that they lose. <laughs> never, never be sad. Never, they lose. Never. And we can't forget about you, Ty. How are you doing? What the hell is happening? <laughs> have a lot of fun on this show, don't we? What's up with that? Would you say things going in and out of your mouth? Is that anything when you open? yell? Sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Oh, I heard mm-hmm. it wrong. Was that the Jets fan with the teeth? Because I might just made that. I just made that reference. It might have been. How about that? that yeah. Left, left it might have been. Impact. Wow, that was a long time. No, it wasn't, huh? I don't even remember. I can't remember when we did that. That was a, that we did that so I long mean, ago. He was yelling and things were flying out of his mouth. <laughs> it, it, it fits. That's for sure. Anthony was here for that. Yeah, because he does every yeah. every Jets game. Yeah, that's a, that's right. And doing Thursday as well. It's a special that's place a in heaven day for you, for buddy. You. No, it'll be all right. So, what time do you get in Thursday? Well, I don't have to get in my normal time. I can get in a little later. Because you got the show, and then you got the jet game. We don't have this is this is as God as God intended. It's a radio only vehicle this week, so no, you know. Ray Row. We love Greek, and we love Greg over at Yes. Yeah, because we're too ugly. Yeah, for what TV? is that? Like, well, how does that I don't work? think you guys should take it as a front. I think they could they they look to try and get off at some point. Wake up, Flip. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't think there's any other way to take it, Ty. <laughs> I think I'm an attractive man. You head to my Twitter, Ty D Butler Instagram. Oh, look, he's always he's see. always working out. He's always bending over in the gym. <laughs> you were. Hey, Paul. Hey, yo. <laughs> What's happening here? You've worked with Greek. You've got Greek's number. You can you can work I'll it out. I'll text Greek. Yo, can we get on on the Yes Network tomorrow? Just fire up the cameras. Can I take Greek out of his vacation? We need the Yankees to make a big trade. So they're, oh, they're well, wait a minute. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> I got I to, gotta, I, you know what? I got I to gotta pull it out of the archives here. But I've, Ty, you got the big trade today. Yankees <laughs> trade Esteban Florial. I believe he's a, I believe he's a Cleveland Guardian now. <laughs> or Charger. No, oh, no, he's Ram. For uh, Cody Morris. What's that do for you? Anything? Uh, you know what it does for me? Mm-hmm. He joins that the the list of guys who Yankee or the Yankee front office built up to be something special, and then came up into the big league, big leagues and flatlined. Never gave him a shot. He never got a shot. 
But when he uh, but did play, and it, he when he did play, he didn't look good. And then even in the minors, he wasn't like once they sent him down to get him more or more playing time, he wasn't doing anything of significance. That's a, that's a Yankee tradition as as old as as the pinstripes themselves. Well, possibly unfair, but you know who he reminds me of, and I think he did have more talent than this player. But he's Shelly Duncan. He's the quadruple A player. He was the guy that always needed to come up when there was an injury, and oh, he just needs that. If he just gets that opportunity, he's going to show it, and he could play good defense, but he just couldn't hit. Shelly Duncan was hitting home runs nonstop. He when had the a first few moments. It, wasn't he like head doing something to people's heads? He was like forearming them in the head. Was, yeah, was he it? did. Mm-hmm. A little Bash Brother thing. Yeah, the yeah. Bash Brother thing. A lot going on there, but hey, at least uh, S. Alan Florio was was uh, traded for a good pitcher. Twenty-seven um, year old Chad Morris posted, posted a six point seven five ERA in six relief appearances for Cleveland this past season. There you go. It's workable. He has five starts <laughs> spanning two big league seasons, one and two with a 3.41 ERA in 31 and two-thirds innings. So obviously this is a guy that if things work out for the Yankees the way they, they need them to, he can spot start at some points because most of their spot starters are currently on the San Diego Padres. <laughs> and, they traded all their pitching depth. And don't go anywhere because you're going to be in for a lot of spot starts. you got Garrett Cole, who's an ace. Obviously, he's the best pitcher in baseball. Mm-hmm. Then after that, it's Rodon, question mark. Nestor Cortez, question mark. And the, you know, the list goes Clark on Clark Schmidt. Clark Schmidt. Like, Clark Schmidt, who pitches, but he's... A He's a four and a half ERA. He's a little little better at the end of the year where he had a little bit of length, too. So I I guess they're banking on the fact that that Clark Schmidt's going to be... um, He had a little bit of length. Mm, Mm -hmm. There you go. You wanted that that isolated by itself? (laughs) Just put up like that? Harvey, you know what to do with that, bro. Uh, (laughs) We got that. Very important. Very, very, very important. Hey, the Bulls are back. We were off a while for bowl season. Uh, Quick lane bowl. Minnesota beat Bowling Green today. We've got on ESPN proper the serve pro first responder bowl. Nice. Got the guaranteed rate bowl tonight, which follows Howard David, the great Howard David wow. from 7 to 8.30 following it, us today. He's in is the that, building, right? He's in the building. Is that awesome. Kansas and UNLV? How did you know that? And wow. why did you? You've been on the ESPN bet app a lot, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> what can I bet today? <laughs> Any first bucket in the uh, in the Pistons-Nets game on ESPN How about bet? that guy yesterday hitting like for 200 or what was it? $450,000. No, almost half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. $450,000 on anytime touchdowns. All he, he five needed bucks. was Christian McCaffrey who got it done, I believe, in the First quarter of that game. I, I last mean, night. and that that you saw that that uh, tie. Jameer Gibbs was on that. Like yeah. it was a. I think he had one for every game. Mm, I mean, that's uh, that's unbelievable. And McCaffrey brought it home. I would be. I don't even know. Uh, because you, you had to think that there's probably a good payout from that already. You only bet five bucks. At what point do you just go, you know what, I'm going to cash this out. out. But then because it's Christian McCaffrey. So I know. You expect, you're like, I'm going to cash out before that. <laughs> After the one o'clock games, I'm like, all right, that's good. Imagine we being that guy. Uh, and I saw the video. That's amazing. Where he watches uh, Christian McCaffrey dance into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Imagine that moment. Oh. What that feels like. All the taxes you, you have to pay. You won all that money and it had really nothing to do with anything that you did. Are you did. talking about what it feels like to Christian McCaffrey or to the guy who won no, all the money? No, to the guy who he had won a Santa all the suit money. On. He had the Santa He's suit on. He's watching that. He got a lot going on. He didn't earn that. Oh, come on. He earned it. No, he didn't. You know how long he was working in the shop? That's how I feel about like parking spots when you're, you know, we, we work in a busy area. Yeah, sure do. You, you, you take 30 minutes to go find a parking spot and mm-hmm. someone comes and just gets I'm like you didn't earn that spot you I, gra- just got I, I grabbed the bird in hand today <laughs> See, you street didn't parking earn it. 11 blocks away earning Ugh. it is 15 20 minutes of grinding it out I got a spot by the old place today by the way that's a, that's quite the walk uh, listen I still do the walk 
Look at him. He's a young man. He's in terrific you gotta shape. Pay, you got to pay. If you got to pay the fifteen dollars to park in the uh, old yeah. lot, that still works. That's still. That's still I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going. I'm not Don Lagreca and Dan Grossa going down every two hours to feed the meter because I just don't want to pay. <laughs> I don't want to pay for parking around the corner. But it's a two hour. I'm on a budget. It's it's a two hour max. No, ESPN pays great. So you got to do the. Uh, Oh, app first, and then physically go down yes. and switch it up. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. five dollars an hour. That's grinding. So, guys, you mentioned in two days we will have football again on this very on these very airwaves. We only go out till six fifteen that day, and that is when Dan Gross and Greg Buttle take over, and I mean that literally the station. Uh, KFC for, will be in house. We've been doing a lot of different food lately. Oh, you're switching it up. We've been going to Parm. Oh, Jersey be. Mike's has been thrown into the rotation. Yeah, so Greg Butter's a, a big foodie. Oh, yeah. When I did the Jack games, I always looked forward to coming here and seeing what he had on the on the plate, and it was a uh, KFC chicken. Wow, darn tootin'. <laughs> <laughs> but as you guys have mentioned, an old friend will be quarterbacking the Cleveland Browns, and that is the possible comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco, with the way he's played of recent, with Amari Cooper's help last week, of course. Um, but he says that he does not hold any ill will towards the Jets. He said he enjoyed his time with the Jets. There's no hard feelings about not being re-signed after the 2022 season. I'm happy to be where I am, that's for sure, Flacco said of the Browns. And they can clinch their first playoff berth since 2020 with a win over the Jets on Thursday. Uh, we heard from Robert Sala earlier uh, today talking about not bringing Flacco back after last year. And yesterday he spoke about the job that Flacco was doing with the Browns. Joe's awesome. Obviously, you know that we all love and appreciate Joe and always uh, felt very confident when he was on the football field. I have a utmost respect for Joe, especially, you know, when you look at the last game of the year a year ago against Miami at Miami to step on the field. And I, I know we didn't generate a lot of points, but under the circumstances, which I don't think people truly understand the circumstances of that particular football game, uh, he was outstanding. But Joe is, uh, uh, I've said it before, he's like a, a Ford pickup truck. You might not like it in the summer, but in the winter months, December, January, the son of a gun starts humming, and uh, he's playing some really, really, really good football. <laughs> I never quite heard someone get compared to a Ford that pickup truck. Son of a gun is humming. Now, <laughs> is this is this considered a revenge game? Well, does he does he have an axe to grind with the Jets organization? Well, he did call them once Rogers got <laughs> hurt, and, and they hung up the phone. They on hung him, up, so, right? And he's like, "Look, look what I'm doing now. This this would have worked for you." So I feel like this that can be an added level of motivation in addition to you got a chance to clinch a playoff berth and then in this wide open AFC, who knows with that defense? No, his his greatest moment as a Jet came against the, the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Yeah, and that uh, comeback, that miracle week two, yeah. fourth quarter comeback last year. Onside oh, kick. That, that game was unbelievable. Corey Davis, yeah, the recipient. Of also, the, uh, his greatest moment Davis. as a Jet. <laughs> well, no, his greatest moment was signing the contract. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Adams. Maybe he saw this coming, which is why he retired before this. He's like, you know, I'm getting up out of here. I, I ain't saying If only a, a second competent wide receiver could have done this team some good. Well, it's interesting because you, you play that game with uh, you play that game this season and say, oh, if Aaron Rodgers was healthy, what would this Jets team be? But we have to look back and, and think. They do have Garrett Wilson. They do have Brees Hall. Alan Lazard has not been what anybody expected, and I don't know if that would have changed if Aaron Rodgers was under center. And even if what if Aaron Rodgers was under center, maybe he doesn't rupture his Achilles, but with how many ways Zach Wilson got hit, he got concussed. Uh, Trevor Simeon was hit really hard in the first game that he played when he came in. How do we know that 
this season would have gone much better. Yes, I think the Jets would have won one or two more games, but are they going to be that Super Bowl contender that everybody thought they would with this offensive line? I think the only way you would still, you know, entertain Super Bowl idea or conversation is when you look at the the AFC. Baltimore clearly is the best team. And that's it. But outside of that, like Kansas City has a load of problems on offense. They have a lot of problems, period. The Dolphins finally get their signature win against a good team. Right, the Browns, you know, Flacco story is awesome. At some point, maybe it runs out. You know, it, so it, the Bills have come on strong of late, but they, they, midway through the season, fire their offensive coordinator. So there's not that gauntlet we thought that would exist in the AFC, which is why if you're a Jet fan, you would be more optimistic. But you know what? The thing that a lot of people don't talk about, the they talk about the fourth snap and what happened. Those first three snaps... He was running for his life. Yeah, well, the first snap, uh, Brees Hall got the the uh, running, but the, that, the 20-yard run. But, but that after was a that, precursor to what a lot of this season would have been, even if he was there. Yeah. You almost knew. You almost knew before it snapped that it wasn't going to be what you thought it was. Which is why it was so dumb for them to come into this season with Zach Wilson as their backup quarterback. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Well, they admitted it. You know, it's very easy to to, to admit that uh, you made a mistake in the offseason when your owner and Aaron Rodgers both said, yes, we are coming back. Uh, we're going to come back with Douglas. We're going to come back with Salah. And there's going to be no changes. Now you could say, yes, in hindsight, we did not plan for DEFCON 5 disaster situation. What if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt to the best of our ability? We have that cut, right? Yeah, I think we do. Um, did you make a mistake, Robert Sala, in building a roster around one guy in Aaron Rodgers? No, because I, you know, I, I still think, you know, when you look at the the process that we went through in that regard, I still feel like it was sound. I don't think anyone anticipated four plays in, but you know, Zach, Zach is going to be a good football player for a long time in this league. I believe that. I've said that many times. We know. And you know, it's unfortunate the way things transpired. Which league? But to have, there's definitely things. When you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, you're, you're going to build it around his strengths, period. That's a very common thing throughout the league. It's not just a Jets thing. That's that's league-wide. But could we have done things better? And I'm talking about myself and the coaching staff with regards to, all right, here's our worst-case scenario. Now what? Absolutely. And uh, it's something that we'll make sure that we do a heck of a lot better with in 24. Wow, that's what a lot there that infuriates me. So we know Zach's going to be a really good player. In they this know. League, right? For a long time. This, well, except for the fact that last year twice you benched him. This offseason you were looking to move on from him. You told us this was supposed to be a redshirt year. Didn't end up being a redshirt year. You played him, then benched him again. But despite all of that, we're supposed to believe, yeah, he's got a bright future ahead of him. And you guys are all on board with this. It, it's it's so crazy. Well, it's hard when he's actually saying something that might be true or meaningful or worthwhile. When he says something like what we just heard, it's hard to take all the other stuff seriously. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, that was that was a 41 gonna, second cut. And oh. Like 10 seconds in you're like I can't listen. I'm to out. That. And when you say, yeah, you know, no one anticipated it. Look around the league. 
every quarterback. Now, we didn't think all these quarterbacks were going to get hurt, but you would imagine if anyone is going to get hurt, it'll be the 39-year-old behind this bad offensive line. So even if it's not a torn Achilles, he goes out with a concussion for and he has to miss a couple games. This idea that it was supposed to be a redshirt season, that means Zach wasn't supposed to play. Which So why would you have him as your number two quarterback? Redshirt means he's number three. So... And, and and again, this is all speculation on everybody's part. Oh, Rogers didn't want a veteran. We don't know. We don't know that Rogers didn't necessarily want a veteran backup over Zach because if it was a sit down year where he's supposed to observe, and wouldn't he be better served if Rogers got hurt with a functioning quarterback <laughs> on his offense? Well, no. I think what happened was I think Rogers wanted a veteran backup quarterback, and he was overruled. Oh, the overall, oh. that's right. He gets overruled now. I forgot. <laughs> he said, no, Zach will be our guy. That's right. He, wanted, right. To, he well, wanted to go to injured reserve, but overruled. he was overruled. And look, I, I get everybody sticking up for Zach, and I, I, and I do think he was thrown into a difficult situation. But, Ty, you pointed it out. Dan had the stat last week. Seven teams are on their seventh, are on their third quarterback this year. Starting. It's outrageous. That, it's, that's too many. And you're, you forget about the fact that half the league has probably started a backup at one point or another this year. How many more injuries can Trevor Lawrence get? Yeah. You know, and you know in the old video games, Ty, where you'd see the in, where you see the injuries. Trevor's the got a red, red on his the, head. The red blood. And they just added yes. Matt Barkley to their team. They did. Yeah, off the Giants practice squad. He's got an AC joint sprain now. He already had the concussion. It's amazing how every quarterback that's gotten concussed, CJ Stroud, Zach Wilson, they haven't cleared protocol in two weeks. Trevor Lawrence did yeah. it in like five days. <laughs> it's amazing. How did he do last game, by the way? They haven't won in a month. No. but you, and, and what has to annoy you so much is not, like we can excuse okay the Jets aren't a contender anymore because they lose Rodgers the fact that they couldn't win games the fact that they couldn't score any points when Jake Browning's lighting defenses up Josh Dobbs Josh Dobbs had his moment that. Gardner Minshew <laughs> I mean Joe Flacco at some point, like Drew you got to look at this. This he had that throw against the the Eagles to win that game. You got to look at this coaching staff and say something has to change. But here's the thing: you hired an offensive coordinator and didn't expect him to coordinate. You didn't expect him to coach. He was going to come and hang out with his buddy who was going to run the offense. I got it. You you hang out. We'll mic you up for a couple of segments of Hard Knocks. You, you, cra- the you crack like a couple the of jokes. Zone. You talk about uh, Austin Powers. It's all good. We I got this. And then Rodgers is gone and he's like standing there like, oh, oh God. What? Now what? It's interesting that you bring that up, Pat, because I wonder, I wonder oh, this man. about guys like Nathaniel Hackett and and um, and Mike McDaniel, not Mike McDaniel. Um, the Patriots OC, that Bill O'Brien, fi- um, that was fired out of uh, Josh McDaniels. Yes, Josh McDaniels, not Mike McDaniel. We know that he's very good. Yeah, he's whoever, pretty good. I, I don't know that Nathaniel yeah, Hackett Josh and Mike McDaniel, McDaniel should be in the same sentence. Yeah, it's been it's been a long weekend. Um, but I, I I find those two cases interesting because I do believe they're very smart offensive minds because Tom Brady liked McDaniel's and you have Aaron Rodgers who loves Nathaniel Hackett now. Are they just good enough to be able to explain an offense to the highest echelon of quarterback that this league has ever seen? And when you have to break it down for a quarterback that isn't on the level of those guys, it just goes over their heads? Maybe that's the case. But guess what? That doesn't work for Zach Wilson or Trevor Simeon. It works for two quarterbacks in the league. And throw Adam Gase in there with uh, with Peyton Manning and, and what was it, 20... Gase is another example. 2015. When you can read the game as well as those quarterbacks... You could be the smartest guy in the room, but if you can't break down 
that to somebody else, to a Zach Wilson, to a guy who's not at that level. We're talking about three of the best quarterbacks that me and you and Pat, you have ever seen in this league. Yeah, they'd be good with any offensive coordinator. But Nathaniel Hackett, clearly, whether it was, and Rodgers has said this on McAfee a bunch of times, we geared the offense towards me and the things that I like to do. And if it's true that Hackett gives two plays, apparently to Rodgers, and says, you could do this one or you could do this one. Maybe Rodgers can read that in a split second, but maybe Zach can't. Maybe and Rodgers also can't. said he helped install some of the plays in the playbook. So, I am Dane. I feel plays. like, t- to pick up on your point, I feel like there's not a huge you know, job market for coaches who are only capable of working with guys who are among the top 10 greatest quarterbacks in NFL right. history. Like if, it if means you're not very good. Let's be honest. Yeah. It means you're not very good. Because I, I, how often are those jobs opening up? I, I, I'm, I'm a terrific offensive coordinator, but I can only work with Brady <laughs> or Rodgers or Peyton Manning. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It means you're not Come very on. good. <laughs> Come on down. Look at them without, look at them without those guys. And, and the record speaks for itself, which I think is, which in my opinion, I think is very telling. Uh, Tony Adams was on DNR earlier today, hosted by Jake Asman and Maria Marino. They'll be in all week for the guys from 6 to 10 right here on 98.7 ESPN. And he talked about Salah and Douglas coming back next season. I'm not going to lie. It makes my heart happy knowing that uh, the people that brought me in are still going to be here because, you know what I'm saying, I'm undrafted. I came here to play football. I kind of don't know everything that goes on in the building and everything that goes on upstairs. I try, I try to stay out of there and keep the main thing the main thing. But just knowing Coach Sala, who's a, who's a great guy, and um, uh, Mr. Joe Douglas is going to be here. Uh, them the guys that kept me. Them the guys that gave me my opportunity. So I'm forever grateful for them, and uh, I'm glad to be playing for them. Uh, another year coming up. Imagine you t- he said, I'm not going to lie. Imagine you said, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty ticked I'm off by that. <laughs> I think we, I think These I, guys stink. We wouldn't have saved that till 620. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been tied bad. I think we should play this in th- at 3 o'clock, wouldn't you say? So not to read too much into that, I don't think it's a great sign that the fir- uh, you're a head coach. The first thing someone has to say about you is you're a great guy. Like, Can we get mm, to... That happens a lot with this coach. He's a really good coach. Not just defensive... You know, He's a defensive mind. He's a motivator. Where's the CEO part of it? Where's the ability to oversee an operation that can be successful? You don't really hear that much. Well, look, I think there is something to players... I wouldn't say liking their coach, but at least respecting their coach. I mean, look at what look at what Jordan was hinting at today with us, talking about Dable and the way that he acts on the sidelines and how it's worn. We know that it's worn on some coaches, or there's reports that it's worn on somebody like Wink Martindale, and now it might be seeping into the locker room that they haven't really, you know, that that that, that is kind of wearing thin. You don't want that, and every guy that's spoken about Salah loves him, including Rodgers. No, I get that, and that's a positive. Sure, but. We just like it, it, it's we haven't in three years learned that he can do anything good outside of coach up a good defense and ha- you know give motivational speeches. Sometimes it it might not be the best thing for everybody on the team to love the head coach or the authoritative. We've figure. seen that it, with the Yankees. It has right? like yeah, very so. It has 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 similarities to everybody usually likes the substitute teacher. That's great, but how much? learning and discipline is going on in the classroom 
when the teacher's out. I mean, penalties. Hey, how many? How a many, lot of undisciplined. How plays many times you. did? Because you, you do the post game show. Well, we keep shooting ourselves in the foot, and you're. It's like you're replaying the same clip every single week. The penalties are the worst. They, the, the after the play, after the whistle, that's penalties are the worst. That's yeah. undisciplined. There's stuff. not much foot left. Yeah, you keep shooting yourself in the foot. I don't think especially <laughs> this gone. year. Everything that's been going and on. And a little better coach. at the end of the year where he had a little bit of length too. That's right. And I think that's the best way to end this. That's going to do it for ENN today on this Tuesday wow, he's evening. You're awesome, man. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Phenomenal job. We, we get have this to all bring week. Bring you in sooner. As long as y'all have me, I'll let's do we it. We get again. this all week. We should do Ian in at the end of every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so good. I don't I love think the it. union would like that. <laughs> every hour. Don LaGreca here for Ramsey Mazda. This is the season, the season to save at Ramsey Mazda during the season of Inspiration Sales event. Like a new 2024 Mazda CX-5 for $279 a month. Or buy and get 0% financing and no payments for 90 days. Find your new Mazda now at Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN RN173698. MSRP 32560 Tax title registration extra ends 1224. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.